What's up, everybody? Good afternoon. Welcome to uh, our little get-together here at the beautiful headquarters of Flow Racing in Austin, Texas. Uh, thank you guys, all of you all, so much for having us. We've got a great group assembled here today. I, uh, I'm joined on stage here by a group of people that I am humbled beyond measure to be seated alongside and mentioned alongside. Uh, very excited about what we've got going on here today. Uh, again, I want to say thank you so much to Flo for the hospitality, uh, rolling out the red carpet for us, feeding us today. So a huge shout out to the team at Flo Racing, beautiful headquarters here. Um, <clears throat> first of all, again, I want to just say thanks primarily to the entire drag racing community, but especially this jo group I'm joined here by today. Alan Johnson uh, joining us virtually, Chad Head, Michelle Damagala, Richard Freeman, Woody Woodruff also joining us virtually. Steve Torrance, Recording Bob in Tasca, progress. I believe connected as well virtually. Erica Enders, Tony Stewart, and Courtney Enders here on behalf of Flow Race. Thank you guys. I mean, what an opportunity to be uh, to able to collaborate with such an influential and powerful and dedicated group of people above all else. Uh, despite its 70-year history, its rich traditions, the technology, the performance, and reliability on display in today's drag racing, Personally, and I say this a lot, I believe we're walking around on fertile soil. I think this sport has come so far in those seven decades, but I truly believe from the bottom of my heart that there's a whole lot left for everybody involved in the sport, sport of drag racing. And that, that extends to tracks, to manufacturers, parts suppliers, race teams, everybody that's involved in this community, our fans, viewers online, everybody that's involved. I truly believe there's more out there for us. Drag racing, again, in my opinion, is undoubtedly the great American motorsport. Drag racing embodies the spirit of innovation and competition. It's a sport that combines courage, mechanical mastery, technical precision, and the balance of risk and reward. It's diverse, and it's accessible, something that I don't think we talk enough about. And that's why I couldn't be more excited to announce today the inaugural Pro Superstar Shootout the highest stakes professional drag race in the history of the world, featuring 250,000 to win shootouts for Top Fuel and Funny Car and a 125,000 to win shootout for Pro Stock. The Pro Superstar Shootout will take place February 8th through 10th, 2024 at Bradenton Motorsports Park in Florida. In a significant departure from the traditional drag racing format, these events will be a shootout. These will be a 12 car, 12 to 13 car invite only fields. We will compete uh, eight car fields, contest eight car fields in Top Fuel and Funny Car, a 16 car field in Pro Stock, as uh, we will make further announcements in the days and weeks to come about the sportsman eliminators that will certainly be involved in this event. Um, a couple of housekeeping notes. Of course, we're racing 1,000 feet in our nitro categories. As always, we'll be racing quarter mile in Pro Stock, four tenths Pro Tree. Uh, we will be doing a shootout, as I said, Friday night. Uh, after the conclusion of qualifying, we will bring all of our drivers to the starting line for a chip draw, where we will find out who races who on Saturday when we put these things in the beam and, beams and find out who's who with over a million dollars collectively on the line. Um, as far as the schedule goes, I know this is something that has been a uh, much-discussed topic. We will begin qualifying on Thursday with a single session under the lights at BMP. Friday, we will come back for three sessions, which I believe is something that we've talked amongst this group heavily about, is a absolute barn burner for fans around the world tuning in via flow and in attendance at BMP. The opportunity to see these cars make three hits in a single day, I believe, will 
stand as an unmatched day of drag racing entertainment. Saturday, we will run these things. Uh, a more detailed schedule will, of course, come in the, the following months and weeks. Uh, let me see what else we got. Along with Top Fuel and Funny Car, as I said, we will be contesting a, flu a few sportsman categories. A lot of the details regarding those things will be sorted out in the coming days and weeks. Uh, I've got a slew of questions that I would like to throw around to the room here and kind of get the conversation started today. Um, I guess, first and foremost, I'd like to start with Alan Johnson. Uh, let me find my... I know we've got to use the notes, Richard. That's the whole thing. Uh, I guess first and foremost, I'd like to turn it over to Alan Johnson, the president of Pro, somebody who has been heavily involved in this since its onset. The first discussions have uh, been driven almost entirely by AJ, and I'd love to hear his thoughts just on what this event represents in his mind and the opportunity that we're looking at here with the Pro Superstar Shootout. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, thanks for the opportunity to um, go through that a little bit. You know, it's... Um, Drag racing is obviously a super exciting sport, and uh, this uh, this event's going to give us the opportunity to showcase that in in different ways. We're going to be able to uh, do some live streaming. We're going to change up the uh, racing format a little bit, um, and and having uh, the elite professional racers throughout the country compete in this should be a uh, an outstanding event. We're really looking forward to it, and it's also going to uh, blast up some excitement that should carry us on to the beginning of the season, the NHRA drag racing season, and uh, hopefully we continue that momentum uh, throughout the year and, uh, and just ex expose the sport of drag racing throughout the world. Alan, I'd love to, to see if you wouldn't mind explaining to folks. One of the things that I've uh, discussed a lot in recent weeks has been the fact, uh, a lot of questions about what is pro? What does pro represent? Could you give us a little primer, a little bit of background on the pro organization, Alan? Sure. So uh, pro was, was uh, founded in 1991. It's a nonprofit uh, that basically serves um, the professional racer, Top Fuel, Funny Car, Pro Stock. We, uh, we represent 33 owners, 47 drivers and teams. And we, you know, we provide the services we do. Uh, we provide insurance. Uh, we uh, correspond with uh, NHRA and uh, just represent the drivers uh, and the owners uh, with the sanctioning body. And it's, it's proved to be a, a, a wonderful format uh, for the racers. Uh, to make sure that their needs and wants are, are heard uh, in the racing community. Thank you, Alan. And one kind of last note on as it regards to pro. Uh, this entire group, I think we've discussed a lot, how unique it is, this, this real sense of collaboration that has been achieved over the course of the last few months. Could you just touch on that and what you've seen various people from various backgrounds uh, offering their expertise, looking to get involved, uh, be, in, be a part of this event in some way, shape, or form? has to be a little bit of a heartwarming situation to find yourself in. Yeah, it's, it's actually been amazing. Uh, there's, there hasn't been one person yet that said no or even questioned it. It's been, uh, it's been a wonderful experience. Uh, Flo and their gracious... Uh, uh, excitement of being involved. Um, Drag Illustrated, obviously, you and your group has been uh, wonderful. Uh, Braden Motorsports Park, Victor down there has done wonderful. Uh, and, and it's been, uh, we've even got sponsors already calling and wanting to know how they can be um, involved. And it's, um, it just goes to show that the, uh, the drag racing community uh, 
wants to support its own, and and we're uh, we're really excited for this event to take place. Thank you, Alan. Uh, Chad, I'd like to, to go to you next, the uh, Vice President of the Professional Racers and Owners Organization. Why Bradenton Motorsports Park? Uh, I don't know what these guys are doing, but I'm going for the beaches and the golf courses, so <laughs> I'm not, uh, I think there might, there, might be a, there might be a race on the side, but uh, all, all kidding aside, um, obviously, you know, 95% of the folks, uh, race teams are based up north, so in February, we're, we're freezing our butts off when it's snowing and ice and, and whatnot, so we're we're itching to get out of get out of Dodge and and and, and go uh, get up and down the racetrack. So it's a great location. Uh, really, really looking forward to working with Vic Alvarez, uh, Wade Rich, and and Dave Lansbury. Uh, those are the folks that that, that run that folk that, that place day to day. They're racers. They're hardcore racers. Uh, that's all they think about, and and obviously that's all we think about. So I think it's going to be a great partnership, um, and, and really, really, really looking forward to it. They've uh, they put a new uh, uh, a surface down a couple of years ago, and uh, I was fortunate enough to go down there a month and a half ago and, and look at the concrete and look at the asphalt and cannot wait to get these, uh, get these race cars on top of that surface and, and see how fast we can go. Chad, kind of following up that question, uh, can you talk about some of the infrastructure and logistic efforts that have been made in recent weeks to make sure that we're running a, a quick, fast, safe event down in Bradenton Motorsports Park? Correct, yeah. It's, a, it's an awesome facility, but Obviously, some of the things that we're used to in the top fuel and funny car categories, uh, we, we have some different requirements from, from other classes. So we're going to be making some, some minor, minor adjustments to uh, some of the scoreboards and some of the walls. Uh, you know, uh, other than that, it's, it, the track is going to be ready to go. Thanks, Chad. Uh, Richard, I'd like to go to you next. Uh, as one of, our, one of the most prominent team owners in drag racing, I'm just curious, like, what does this event, the Pro Superstar Shootout, represent for you as a team owner, uh, a competitor in your own right? I mean, how, how excited are you about the opportunity to go race for big money, star of the show, a, an entertainment-driven sporting event? I'm super excited about it. I think it's, uh, it's groundbreaking. Um, I think, you know, if you take a step back and look at what's being done right now, and look at all the people that are involved. Um, it's 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 truly uh, going to be a really neat deal uh, for the for our fans, our sponsors, uh, the local community there in in uh, Bradenton uh, and the community surrounding. Um, you know, all of us have pulled together, and 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 it's it's just going to be it's going to be an amazing time, in my opinion, uh, to build up to the twenty four NHRA season. Couldn't agree more. Thank you so much. Um, let's uh, continue with one of our virtual guests. I believe we have Scott Woody Woodruff uh, alongside here, uh, a board member with the Professional Racers Owners Organization. Woody, uh, I'm curious, what, what, is, what value do you feel this event brings to the industry? You know, I think, I think the real value for the Pro Superstar Shootout is, is bringing our form of drag racing, you know, to a to a new wide audience, um, you know, why having it packaged a little bit differently, um, you know, so that's, that's a, that's a pretty exciting thing. Um, and I think people will, uh, will, uh, will dig it. Woody, could you also touch a little bit about working with Flow Racing? Uh, we've talked a little bit here today about the incredible partner they've already been. You've seen them in action at events. Of course, they're our streaming partner for the Drag Illustrated World Series of Pro Mod. Uh, what's your take on working with Flow? You know, Flow's been a been an easy decision. You know, really, our our group talked about it internally, and then we had some face to face meeting. 
and uh, just they're the right fit. You know, they've they've got 25 plus um, 25 plus different different sports and, and activities and, and things that people get excited about. And that's uh, that's good for drag racing. You know, we want to we want to see new audiences. We want to be exposed to new audiences. Um, you know, and I, I really think that the engagement's going to be there. You know, we've got a really, really exciting sport, you know, partnering with, um, with flow. I think, uh, I think it was, like I said, it was, it was really a no brainer and we're all excited. It's going to be great. Thank you so much, Woody. And I did, I think I skipped over one of Richard's questions. He's given me the evil eye over here. <laughs> Well, a little bit, a little more time. Uh, no, but seriously, Richard, what do you make of the market down here and this audience going to one of my go-to phrases, and it's going to be most assuredly on display next February in Bradenton is big wedding, small church. I think we are bringing uh, one of the analogies that I like to make is this is Garth Brooks at Billy Bob's. This is the stars of our sport at a nitty gritty Saturday night drag strip, just, just as it belongs, just where it deserves to be. What do you make of headed back down to Florida? I think exactly what you just said. I mean, uh, this, to me, feels like you're going back to the grassroots of it. You know, the place where John Force uh, spent most of his time on fire, right, just in a ball of flames. And uh, I, I think that's what we're going to feel down there. I think, I told Courtney a while ago, I think you're going to see uh, the fire marshal shutting it down. I think that's, that's the excitement that you're going to have down there. Um, you know, but one of the things that I'm most excited about is the fact that that not only on the racetrack, what we're going to see for our sponsors and our is pulling the curtains down behind the scenes and and really showing the story of our some of the real stars of of what we bring to the table. I mean, yeah, the Eric Anders and all the drivers, they're fantastic, but we got people that bust their tails, and we're going to get to tell those stories with Flo being there behind the scenes and 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 dropping those curtains in the walls and. Just a, I think it's going to be an amazing event. I'm glad you brought that up because in discussions uh, earlier today with Mark, uh, the CEO here, founder of Flow Racing, he mentioned something that, you know, those, those two or three hours on TV, very impactful, very important, but it's really those other 21 or 22 hours that the difference is made. And I think that that's what we've seen Flow do is create this ever-present uh, messaging on behalf of our sport and all the sports they represent. And that's, I think, something that we're going to see put to work for this. Because to your point, it's much like the football analogy that the quarterback gets all the love, but there's an offensive line or a defensive line that really makes the world go round for that team. And that's something that we definitely need to pull the curtain back on and introduce the masses to all the people who contribute to the success of these race cars. Thank you, Richard. Um, and I'm sorry that I skipped over you there briefly. No, don't Courtney, uh, on, on behalf of Flo, I would love to just hear your thoughts uh, about partnering with this group of people uh, to put on what may well be the biggest drag race in the history of the world. So like Woody and everybody said, we've got over 25 sports here that we're doing exactly what you spoke of, not only live streaming the events, but pulling that curtain down and showing what goes on with these athletes and their teams. And I think that that's something that drag racing has kind of been lacking a little bit of. You know, we've got such big events and such big stars. And we uh, here at Flow Racing, Flow Drag Racing is one of the newest branches on the Flow Racing tree. But in the short time we've done it, we have series like PDRA, BMP stuff, the Duck X Productions. But it was really when we teamed up with you guys at Drag Illustrated for the World Series of Pro Mod that we saw what we could do with something like this. And this is just that next step on the level of where we're going to raise the bar. And now we've got the top tier stars of the sport that are sitting here with me here, which I so honored to have all of you guys here at Flow Sports to 
to make this announcement, but we're excited to show the world in flow sports drag racing. Thank you, Courtney. Steve Torrance, uh, top fuel world champion, uh, the champ 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 champ, as I like to call you. Uh, I I'm dying to know what do you make of a, of a little bit of a Saturday night shootout for $250,000? Draw for chips, find out who you're going to run. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of a change of pace for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is, this is going to be a whole different format, something completely off the wall new where it's a chip draw. You, you go through qualifying, you don't know who you're running until Flo is standing there filming us and we draw the chip and I've got to run this person or they got to run me. And that emotion right there, that's going to run pretty high. And there's possibly going to be some trash talking. I know I'll talk some trash. I got a little Conor, I got a little Conor McGregor in me, but um, I'm looking forward to it. I think the dynamic is, is something new, welcoming, that creates excitement and generates people's interest to come out, check it out, and watch us because this is the biggest thing in drag racing. This is the biggest deal ever done, the biggest payout in history. So for, for us to just flip it on its end and go out here and put on a show that's going to rock the whole drag racing world, I'm excited about it. $250,000, right? Uh, the, the largest prize in the history of professional drag racing. What's your take on that? Is that going to change the tune on Saturday night at all? 250 is the biggest purse that I've ever raced for, and I'm going to tell you, I'm fighting tooth and nail against whoever's in the final or semis or first round or whatever it is. You go there to win. You go there to win money, but at the end of the day, you go there to win for bragging rights. This is the first one ever. Everybody wants to be the first winner of the Superstar Shootout. Thank you so much, Steve. Uh, we have another uh, very well-known and respected driver joining us today, Bob Tasker III. Bob, uh, I'm curious, what does participating in an event like the Pro Superstar Shootout mean for your team? The race for the biggest purse in the history of drag racing, uh, the best of the best in the world. Uh, what I'm personally looking forward to is flow. I think they're going to bring the race in a very unique way. They're going to feature what goes on behind the scenes, in the trailer, the drama leading up to each and every run. And uh, I think it's going to be a spectacular race for the fans. And I know a lot of sponsors are very interested in getting involved. It has been uh, very interesting. I think all of us have experienced this in recent weeks, like the outpouring of support, like people that didn't even know all the details, reaching out, sending texts, uh, emails, just offering their assistance. And I think it really speaks to this very special group of people that exist in the motorsports world. I always joke that I feel blessed to operate in drag racing because I, I truly feel this is a group of people that's the salt of the earth. These are problem solvers, innovators, people that take matters into their own, own hands, and I, I can't wait to see what we're able to do together, Bob. Um, Erica, well, and, I'm going to pass it on see the to teams. you. Uh, you've won five world championships, set records, won races, won the Horsepower Challenge. What would it mean to add the first ever pro, uh, pro superstar shootout to that uh, resume of yours? Well, I feel like we've been adding first my entire 20-year professional career, and um, this would definitely be one that we want to add to the list. But being a participant at this first historic event is going to be absolutely incredible. And then with Richard Freeman and Elite Motorsports involvement in helping put this deal on, I think it would be even better. A little bit of self-serving stuff here. I spoke to you earlier, but you've participated in a lot of Drag Illustrated produced events in the past. You were at our 2018 World Series of Pro Mod out at Bandemir Speedway in Denver. You joined us in Orlando for the World Door Slammer Nationals in 20 and 21. And, of course, participated in the Mountain Motor Pro Stock uh, Invitational as part of this year's World Series of Pro Mod down in Bradenton. Uh, what, what's your take on the way we do things, Erica? I hate the word epic, but that's the only way to describe you and, and what you do for our sport. 
Um, your passion is just unbelievable and, and unmatched. So being a part of the World Series of ProMod deal, driving a turbo ProMod car, and then the World Door Slammer Nationals, uh, we were able to score a win in, in Comp Eliminator. But you knock the ball out of the park every single time, and I fully expect this to exceed all of our expectations. Well, thank you. Jeez, we maybe should end on that note. I don't know. It feels like maybe uh, we'll call it a day. I kid, I kid. Um, let me see who else. We got, we got some superstars here, saving maybe the best for last. Uh, Tony Stewart, it's incredible to have you here. Your presence in the sport of drag racing the last few years has been palpable. It's been incredible to see how other motorsports have all of a sudden taken an interest in what we do here based on your, uh, your vouching for us, if you will. It feels like a little mafioso. Tony stepped in and he kind of, he said, you know what, I got these guys, and we appreciate it a bunch. Uh, I'm curious for you, let me see exactly what I'm supposed to ask you, right? Uh, you really jumped into drag racing with uh, two feet here in the recent years. Was this event something that you ever had in mind, or how did this all come to be for you? I never even thought I was going to be on the pro board, so uh, getting that invitation was a huge shock for me, but uh, it's been one of the most rewarding aspects of being a part of NHRA and drag racing at this point. It's uh, to be working with Alan Johnson and Chad Head and the entire board, and it really uh, shows how much everybody cares about the sport. It's not just about individual agendas. It's truly about everybody wanting to lock arms together and elevate this sport to a level it's never been to before. So this, is a, this event is a perfect example of what this board is all about and what their intentions are and how they're trying to raise and elevate the, not only the awareness but the excitement level of drag racing. No stranger, or excuse me, you're no stranger to both hosting and competing in big money races. What does that financial incentive do? I mean, we've seen it personally. It's a marketing tool, right? For a lot of ways, the, if you want to attract the interest of the casual fan, you need a lot of, a lot of zeros. Yeah, definitely. But uh, I think even bigger than that is, like Steve said, we all love money, but money comes and goes and it pays bills and no more than we get in our hand and we spend it on parts and pieces. The bigger thing is really the prestige of being the one that wins the biggest drag race in history. So for all these teams and drivers that are going to Bradenton to compete, this is a huge, huge event for them. Uh, and, and something that we really haven't even talked about with this event, we've, we've talked about the racing. This is going to be six days of a huge event. There's going to be bands. There's going to be excitement. Uh, there's going to be lots of things for the fans to do other than just watch race cars go up and down the strip. So this is something that, as the pro board and, and yourself talking about this and how do we make this big, it wasn't just about the racing. It's about how do we create a really cool experience for these fans that are going to be there to, to see it and be a part of it with us, all of our partners that are going to come be a part of it. How do we make this bigger than life? And that's, uh, like Erica said, it's going to be an epic event, no doubt. What do you make of, uh, you've worked with Flow before, obviously, you're deeply involved with them on a multitude of levels. I'm curious, what's your perspective on bringing them to the table for this particular event? I've been partners with Flow, with Eldora Speedway, with the All-Star Circuit of Champions, and I can promise you everything that Flow puts their hands on turns to gold. I mean, they just, you look at this facility, I was there at their original facility, and to see how much Flow has grown, well, they didn't grow this way by making bad decisions. They know how to do it right. They know how to take care of every sport they're covering. They don't leave any stone unturned. And it, and it really is going to bring an aspect into drag racing that I feel like they've touched on a little bit, but... Flow is going to expand on all the stuff that really show these drivers and teams' personalities and what their individual journey and story is behind their team and their organization. So um, we're going to have a streaming partner here that goes above and beyond 100%.
Thank you for that. I will closing question here for you, Tony. Uh, and this kind of maybe we can all discuss this briefly as a group, but I do think it's special. And as somebody who's been a part of various different racing uh, disciplines, do you find this unique, this collaboration that we're seeing here? I mean, it's something that I found, uh, it's something I take great pride in the willingness of this group of people to work with one another. I think there's something special happening. We got Top Fuel and Funny Car teams working with Pro Stock teams. This is unheard of. This is groups of people having conference calls and meetings that prior to this moment in time likely never commingled. I mean, I, I often joke that drag strip can feel a little bit like a high school hallway. It's, it's fairly clicked up. Um, and it feels like this event has helped us knock those walls down. Do you, have you seen that at all? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's been incredible to sit there and take a bunch of competitive pro racers who always want to put their foot on each other's throat and hold them down and beat them each week to sit there and watch them in these meetings as we've all discussed this event and, and how to promote a great event to see everybody go, it's, this isn't about us individually. This is about us as a group trying to make the sport even that much better than it already is. So hopefully we can get new eyes on drag racing, get new people to come out to the races. And, uh, you know, this is a great tune-up for everybody. Obviously, at the beginning of the season, we're, we all do a lot of preseason testing. We just get to add a really cool event to it. And it, it makes going and doing the testing part even that much more exciting, knowing that we're going to do something really big at the end of the week. I think that's a, an important thing to, to talk about, how it, if, the, if there's amongst a plethora of goals and missions and initiatives that we have for this event, I do think that one of them is to start the season off right. You know, it's, it's a time of the year where you set the tone. Those first couple of events really set the tone for the rest of the year. A little bit of momentum early can make all the difference. And I'm genuinely excited to have the opportunity to bring the biggest and baddest to Bradenton Motorsports Park uh, to uh, seize who's who before we kickstart the NHRA season. Courtney, I know you had something to say potentially uh, about the collaboration that we've seen in the last few months. Yeah, on that front, on a, on a flow stance, you know, when it comes to flow racing, flow drag racing, like I said, is the newest branch there, but I've had a career in drag racing. I've worked with all of these people collectively, but one of the reasons that I came to flow racing was to do stuff like this, and the group and the people that are involved in this and the mission that it was it was just a, a no-brainer that we wanted to be involved in it. And so I think that this is going to be step one to an incredible future with Flow Drag Racing and the drag racing community. Thank you. Um, so in closing, this is a group that I truly believe is focused and dedicated to growing and building the sport of drag racing. We share a common goal here. They've heard me say this a lot, but we can do some really incredible things as long as we're all pulling the rope. We're all swimming in the same direction. I've said before... And I'll stand by it. I think this group of people could build a spaceship if they needed to. That's how uh, resourced and smart they are. Uh, I'm not sure how far we'd get. Maybe Elon might get a little further than we will. But nonetheless, uh, really proud of this group of people and what we've accomplished. February 8th, 9th, and 10th, 2024, Bradenton Motorsports Park, the inaugural Pro Superstar Shootout, streaming live on flowracing.com. And I think now we'll turn it over to questions from the media. Okay, I'm not sure how this part's going to go, ladies and gentlemen, so we're about to find out. I'm ready to go. If y'all can hear me. We can hear you. Now we can't.
some Zoom technical difficulties. You're okay. going to get another reporter here in a second. Yeah, no problem. A couple of Zoom technical difficulties. Yeah, we, we uh, just cut Grace that one off. with Speed Sport here. I have a question for Erica. Erica, kind of how much do you rely on knowing, you know, who you're going to face in eliminations um, and how will kind of the chip draw affect the preparation process, you know, going into those eliminations? Um, I mean, well, looking at the ladder beforehand on Sunday at a normal drag race, I, I technically don't really dwell on who I have to run. So um, it's all about our car, our lane, and, and it doesn't really matter. So the chip draw just is going to add that extra excitement of uh, – just seeing what happens at, in that moment. And then just follow-up question to you, you know, what will make this event a success? Is it already a success simply just based on all of these people coming together to do this, going to a track like this that's never had, you know, nitro cars run there? Just kind of what will make this event a success for you? I, I think it's a success before we start out. We say that at Elite Motorsports, we win races before we leave the shop. And that's preparing and, and just being ready for everything that's going to be thrown at us. But if you look at the roster of people that are behind this event, starting with West Buck and Drag Illustrated, and followed with the people that are sitting up here with me and Alan Johnson, uh, I, I think it's going to be a success no matter what. But how exciting for our entire sport to go out and do something this big in front of a crowd at Bradenton. We go test there in pro stock uh, before the season starts every single year. So it's, uh, we're going to be familiar with it, and it's going to be a lot of fun. How about having to Thanks. find out who you run on Friday night? That's what I want. I want you all to have to sleep on it. You've got to go to sleep knowing who you're going to have to run. Draw names Friday night. Yeah, I think that's going to add a level of excitement that's different. It's, you know, like Erica's point, I mean, I know a lot of the teams sit there and really focus on their lane, but it's hard if you're the number one and number two qualifier and you draw each other in the first round. It's hard to not sweat that overnight and sit there and go, well, you know, normally we were a little bit safe in round one, and then we just keep stepping up. You may have to run your hardest run the first run out of the gate on uh, on Saturday. So uh, I think it just adds a something new and a level of excitement that you don't normally see. And just you, as God intended. You may have to run the baddest guy on the block every round, just depending on how you draw. Uh, I know as far as me, I analyze who I'm racing the next round. I know what they do, how they stage Sometimes I try to use it to my advantage and it screws myself up, and sometimes I use it to my advantage to race my opponent. But uh, everybody races a little bit differently, does a different thing, but you could have the quickest, fastest car every session that is your opponent. So that's, that's something that I like. I mean, you've got to go up the mountain the whole way to the top. I love it. Next question from the media. Hi, I'm Kayla Zadell with Drag Illustrated. Uh, my question is for the drivers, especially those of you that have not competed in an event like this before. What are you hoping to take away from the Pro Superstar Shootout? Go ahead, Tony. I'm not a driver. Let's throw it to Bob. <laughs> Let's go to Bob real quick. I'm wanting to win. I mean, first and foremost, I want to win. But I think that we all have a common goal here, and, it, and it's to set a precedence. It's to, to do something that hasn't been done, to bring more eyes, bring more awareness, and just really push drag racing to the front with ideas and things that we think are good. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's more than just the race. It's the access in the pits. It's the, the in-person interviews. It's the things that you don't get to see. It's those stories of 
I screwed up and didn't do my job and my team's mad at me or I did my job and they're happy for me or Richard's griping about something in the background or eating pork rinds. I mean, whatever's going on, you know, it, it's it's those stories that you don't get to see because on a regular race weekend, regular schedule, you get 15 seconds of interview from somebody and it's immediately after they jump out of the car at the height of whatever emotion they're having. I have two emotions, happy and mad. So that's all you get to see about me. But other people... Tony, don't say anything. I've seen you race too. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's that story. It's that personality that you get to see aside from just getting out of the car. I think we've got Bob Tasca here as well. Yeah, sure. No, hey, listen, I, I agree with Steve. We want to we wanna show the fans what happens behind the scenes as much as we do what's on the track. I know for me personally, I'm going to be tuned into Richard Freeman's trailer uh, you know, being around Richard, I've learned a whole new vocabulary, uh, most of which I can't share. But I think he'll be a fascinating tune in on, on the streaming. Uh, but no, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be different, a different format. Three runs on, on Friday. I mean, that's going to be epic, right? We've never done that. And, uh, you know, the chip draw on Friday night, it's going to be a throwback race with a lot of new cutting edge technology. And I think the fans are going to be blown away. I know one thing, I can't wait to get there. Next question from the media. I've got a question, Wes. Go ahead. Try it one more time, buddy. I think you're muted. Damn it. This is Elon. I'm just curious, for, particularly for Steve, with the Pep Boy All-Star call-out at Gator Nationals, how much does an event like this help get you in a position to have success at the Gator Nationals? And then a similar question for Bob of getting the season started, getting all these test runs, having a competitive event, and then rolling a couple weeks later into the Gator Nationals. How much do you think this will help kickstart your seasons? I think racing in in some some of the high high stakes shootout races that we've been in the tracks of shootout the Pet Boys shootout being in that situation where it is it is a shorter than normal race but with high pressure high stakes to win um, it, it prepares you a little bit but I mean it's it's not nearly the amount of of cash that we're going up for it's not nearly uh, the exposure that we're trying to get and so. Maybe it prepares you a little bit, but not much. I mean, when you're there and you're racing in that moment, in that time, it's it's going to be it's going to be intense. It's going to be pressure. Elon, were you looking for a, a response from Bob as well on that one? Yeah, if he does, if he does mind, just kind of having that opportunity to get a competitive race in before the NHRA season starts would be great. I mean, I, I mean, from my perspective, Elon, we get the test all day Tuesday, all day Wednesday, uh, leading into Thursday night. I mean, we're going to be extremely prepared uh, for this epic race. And then we want to carry all this energy and momentum into Gainesville. I mean, the whole the whole point is to get the, the season kicked off 
uh, with great momentum. And I think we'll do that like we've never done ever in the history of the sport. So uh, we'll, we're going to be excited going into this thing. And, and trust me, everyone's going to be focused on Gainesville after this race to go and start the NHRA season. Thanks, Bob. Do we have another question from the media? No more. Oh, I have another question. Can you all hear me? Yes, go ahead. Okay. This is more for Tony and Richard Freeman as team owners or managers or whatever you want to call it. How does this change your strategy for the season? Like you've been saying, this is going to kick off your season. Um, before you had to gain spill, does this change your strategy? And if so, how does it? I'll be honest. I like this. I, I feel like the best way to get ready for races are to go race. And uh, obviously, like we mentioned earlier, everybody does a lot of preseason testing. Uh, but when you get to that first race weekend, it's, uh, it's always, ha always has a different feel. So having this opportunity to run a very, very large event before we get to Gainesville, really, I feel like gets the teams hyped up. Uh, when they get to Gainesville, they're already going to be in race mode versus testing mode. So I feel like this is a, a great opportunity to uh, kind of get through the off season, get some testing in, but have an epic race before we go to Gainesville. I think it just adds to the excitement for the season opener. Agree. Same, same thing here. You know, one of the things that we've in the past, uh, before last year, we've always started right in Pomona, California. So uh, as race team, as a race team owner and my team, uh, they're ready to get out of the house. Uh, they're ready to get back to their extended family. And uh, I think that's what this thing does for us is like, you know, it kind of sets the mode for the start of the season. I, I uh, you know, I have a different viewpoint on it over the driving. Uh, while these guys want to win 250 or 125,000, my biggest, uh, what I'm looking forward to is we have broke down barriers that have been in place for many, many years, and they're coming down today as we speak. Uh, they have had for the last few months, and uh, I think this is going to bring a new, uh, as Bob Tasca said, it's going to just kind of bring a new feel to the whole sport of drag racing and uh, looking, looking forward to it and uh, – and then looking forward to kicking off that 24 NHRA season. And I'll, I want to piggyback on that as well and just make mention of the fact that Bob said something that I thought really, really uh, made sense to me is this is something of a throwback race. I think a lot of times uh, it's easy to kind of forget where we came from, right? And these are the type of drag strips that make up the lifeblood of our sport. These are where the grassroots racers uh, spend their weekends and... That, to take an event like this, with a purse like this, stakes this high, this kind of visibility, the streaming partners, everybody involved, all these different brands, to bring them to a Saturday night drag strip right, in front of hardcore fans that are there during test and tune nights and streetcar nights and, and know this sport intimately, sometimes I think we get super wrapped up as a sport chasing new fans. And while we obviously have to do that, we also need to make sure that we're finding ways to reinvent ourselves or do better or provide more value to the people that are already here. There's an incredible fan base that exists in this sport. Multiple teams that are second, third generation, oper oper uh, third generation operations. It seems important to me to 
keep those people, make sure that it's a fourth generation, a fifth generation, and it's going to take stepping outside of our comfort zone, doing things a little different. And I want to kind of maybe leave this whole thing. One thing that I've noticed from start to finish here has been fun. And I think that's something that gets lost as, we, as the stakes get high and we become professionals and big names are involved and corporate sponsors are involved. We start to forget why we do this, right? We just heard everybody up here talk about the money coming and going. Right? And the money's fantastic, and it's absolutely a super important part of what we're doing here with the Pro Superstar Shootout. But I do think it runs a little deeper than that, reminding this group of people why we do what we do, why we spend nights and weekends away from our friends and family, why we burn up these money, this money, burn up bank accounts, burn up marriages, chasing the drag race and dream. We might as well have fun doing it. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to make sure that our teams, we roll out the red carpet for these people, treat them like the rock stars that they are, I think that that's something that we take special pride in at Drag Illustrated is I look at every one of these people sitting up here today, all the racers that I've been blessed to get to know over the years, and I look at them through rose-colored glasses. I really do. I put them up on a pedestal because I believe they deserve to be on a pedestal. And I think that's something that I challenge our industry to wrap their heads around. This, the courage required to do this sport, the, the investment, the time, the energy, the money, it is significant. We need to treat these people with reverence, and I want... Personally, I'm so proud to have the opportunity to treat them that way. Give them the treatment they deserve. Let them test all week at no cost. Make sure that they can park wherever they want to park. If you need tickets, I got gotcha. you. I know a guy, right? I mean, make sure that these people know that we're in an equally yoked relationship. I think that's something that our sport has struggled with at various times, and it's something that I've found very important. It's just much like a marriage People want to be in an equally yoked relationship, right? Everybody's contributing, and everybody needs to be rewarded adequately and compensated adequately. And I think that that's what we're trying to accomplish here, is to make sure that the racers drive the bus for this sport in so many ways, get the treatment they deserve, get the opportunity to be showcased, uh, and the spotlight shine brightly on them. So I just wanted to kind of touch on, we're about to have some fun in Bradenton. We got one more question? Oh, Okay. Kleinick, some closing notes from uh, the pro president, Alan Johnson. Thanks, Wes. Uh, you know, I'd just like to thank everybody that's been involved in this, uh, from the, uh, the 15 board members of pro to uh, the events committee that's worked really hard on planning this. Uh, and, uh, of course, Drag Illustrated, to yourself and, and everyone at Flow. Uh, and, of course, uh, Victor from out there at the uh, Braden Moore Sports Park. Uh, it's been it's it's going to be quite an undertaking. These people have devoted the time that it's taken to, to develop a, a plan, and and we all look forward to it uh, being the greatest drag race in history. Appreciate it. Thank you, Al. Thank you, Alan. I do believe we have one more question coming in from the media, and then we'll wrap things up. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, it's Susan. Um, actually, this question is for Alan, and and I apologize if y'all covered this at the very beginning because we lost a bunch of the audio, so maybe this is, was already answered, but Alan, I'll start with you, and anybody else who wants to jump in, it's fine. What What is this event born of? I mean, who started it and why? And was it to, to because there's going to be a shift from the Phoenix track not being there for preseason testing, is it to show that you can, that you can raise the purses and that you can have a different presentation for the sport? What, why? Why now? Why? Why? Who started this whole thing? Well, that, well Susan, as you as you remember, that uh, Pro is uh, in the past 
uh, had events um, in conjunction with our testing. Uh, and this year, uh, in uh, one of our, our board meetings, um, Richard had brought up, Richard Freeman had brought up the, uh, their uh, ProMod um, uh, shootout that they had uh, in 2021, and it was such a success that we thought we might give it a try and build on that and uh, invite Top Fuel and Funny Car cars to it and, uh, and, and build something that we could try some ideas that are a little out of the box, some things that are a little bit different and uh, just promote the entire sport of drag racing. Uh, Tony, I think you'd like to add something to that as well. Yeah, you know, the question was why. Well, why not? Why not do something big like this? I mean, you, we've seen in other silos and motorsports really big events this year, last year. Uh, there's continuing to be bigger and bigger events in motorsports, and drag racing deserves a big, big, big event. So uh, this is an opportunity for the pro board to do something different that's done outside the box to really showcase the sport of drag racing by hosting an epic big event. And, uh, you know, if, if you're having other silos of motorsports that are doing it and you're not doing it, there's probably a problem. So the fact that the pro board all united together and said, this is an idea that we all have, and, and everybody said, yeah, we're all in. This is why we're doing this. It's just to create excitement, to create buzz. Um, to show people what drag racing is all about, the people that may not know what drag racing is about. This is an opportunity to introduce them to it before the season starts and to do something that's never been done before. So uh, other forms of motorsports are getting their spot in the spotlight and their time for a big race. Drag racing has deserved that opportunity as well. And I also think it's important to, to note, Susan, that one of the things that I'm especially um, I'm kind of inspired by is a group of people that are looking to solve a problem before there is one. I think we can all admit that this is a high tide moment for the sport of drag racing. There's a lot of fantastic things going on in the sport. NHRA celebrating multiple sellouts, PDRA having a banner year, NMCA having a banner year. I mean, lots of sanctions and series, the proverbial alphabet soup of all these different groups, all reporting back to us at Drag Illustrated that things are good. Right? We see tracks. I mean, obviously, there's always going to be bad news if you want to look for it. Right? It's pretty easy to spot it. It travels fast. But this is a great moment for the sport of drag racing. And when I look at this group of people, they're not waiting until there is a problem to look for something new and try to create value and do something big and exciting. And I think that that's worth celebrating because it's, everybody's going to be looking for a solution when there's a big problem. But right now, we've got a ton of momentum as a sport. We've got new team owners, new interests, new drivers, new sponsors, new venues, new tracks being built in Kansas City and wherever else. I mean, this is a great moment for our sport. So I think this group really, I mean, I, I tip my cap to each and every one of you looking to solve a problem before one exists. So, um, Susan, I don't know if that answers the question, but uh, there's a little bit of a Genesis story for you. It does. Thank you. All right. Well, I think that's uh, going to bring us to the end of our press conference. Uh, I want to say a couple thanks. Uh, Michelle Damagala, not on camera here, our administrator at Pro. She's been integral in this since day one. Every conversation, every email, every conference call she's been a part of. So thank you so much. Huge shout out to my team at Drag Illustrated. Mike, Nate flew in here with me, everybody uh, supporting us from back home. Uh, thank you guys all so much. And seriously, the fact that y'all traveled to come be here. Chad, I mean, you guys are fresh off three weeks on the road racing, trucks breaking down, all sorts of things going on. You're 
my goodness, Tony, you're on a little bit of a media tour celebrating the NHRA U.S. National. Got on McAfee yesterday. What a moment for the sport. So anyways, great time to be alive, great time to be involved in the sport of drag racing. I truly believe these are the golden days of drag racing. So thank you all for tuning in. Thanks again to Flow Racing for the hospitality and for having us. The whole team here, Tom, Chris, the gang, thank you all so much. And we will see you February 8th, 9th, and 10th, 2024 at the Pro Recording Superstar stopped. Shootout at Bradenton Motorsports Park. We'll have a slew of announcements coming in the following days. So stay tuned, dragillustrated.com for uh, further updates. So thanks a bunch, guys.